This podcast was brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on Sirius XM. So what does that mean, chief marketing officer in well, the financial world? <laughs> the person who finally takes over the role with all the responsibility for marketing. <laughs> you pull the short straw. No. Uh, sorry. Yeah, you don't. You right. don't. Marketing is really, really great. Um, you know, uh, so marketing, depending on the company and depending on what you're doing, I think it can be a lot of different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one we were just talking about with Capital One, you know, they were a credit card company. Right. And they had just bought a number of banks and they had to really rebrand themselves, that they were much more than just a card company, and then think about, okay, how are we going to integrate our, our, our customer databases, and how are we going to support our banking customers now? That's different than credit cards. So it was everything. I mean, we did a lot of work on branding. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so America's Q, America's brand identity. <laughs> ah, yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much for that uh, softball pitch, Barbara <laughs> I appreciate you. It is that, huge, though. It was, it was critical. Yeah. I mean, it was... Uh, you remember the what's in your wallet? And yeah. all. There was oh. a lot. There was a lot of those kinds of <laughs> conversations that went on about, hey, how are we going to do this? And yes. now we have commercial customers. We got yes. big corporate customers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that had to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, that was mm-hmm. one. And then the other one was just, you know, as you're rebranding a bank in a new yeah. okay. marketplace. Yes. You know, what, what, who are you? What are you doing? What kind yes. of products and solutions? Who are the customer so, base? Right. When you get to it, just, you know, really seriously about this brand, how... How important is brand in choosing a bank mm. and in terms Fair of enough. location right. or we, we, I've we've, just we've had these there. conversations about, you know, the, 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 the bank cafes, the, the new mm-hmm. ways of trying to reimagine yeah. a Because yeah. for me, you know, there's no reason to go to a physical <laughs> place. Any, your point is actually <laughs> a huge point, Stephanie. There's no reason to go. Right. Yeah. You can do you can deposit the check yeah. through That's the phone. It's so annoying yeah. to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. So it's like you have to that, wait in line. Yeah. Yeah. So now, exactly. You have to reimagine the entire experience. Yeah. And, well, yeah, I would say point. But you're, you're absolutely right. And Capital One has taken the first step out. You've seen how they've changed their bank branch into a cafe. Right. Mm-hmm. So I just will say banks have been struggling with this question for years because if you look at all the new upstarts and all the new apps and the new everything and our next generation of millennials and behind them – they don't want to do banking the way we were doing banking. Yep. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's still a question on the table. And I think I think a lot of the banks are trying to build their brands. I think they're trying to humanize their brands mm-hmm. because now they're up against, you know, a lot of the earlier stage startup companies. Uh, Monzo Bank is one that's coming here. It's from the UK. Huge community. Everybody loves it, but it's all digital. There's no there's no wow. physical presence. Wow. So what so yeah. how do brands differentiate themselves? What is the brand identity of a bank? You know, what what's the difference? I mean, you're not working in any of them now, so you can yeah. look at above and tell us. Right. Like what's yeah. the difference in branding for Chase versus City versus Capital One versus Wells Fargo? <laughs> well, okay, I'm sitting here saying, like, well, let me, you know what's let me. funny? I'd much rather talk about brands of like Google, Facebook, and yeah. every startup and whatever and all. Yeah, yeah. Look, But what's branding... Monzo's brand, for example? Is it just like we speak to, we are digital, we, we don't do that old stuff, and we are for young people? Like, what's We the... are our community. We are our community. That's who, okay. Monzo Bank is interesting oh, because interesting. they built it. So they, in the UK, they built a huge community up to like 17,000 members who referred and kept referring new business in and they've had to do very you know very spend very little on marketing mm-hmm. but Monzo has a real and and by the way I, I don't know this particularly but they have like a bright orange debit card gotcha. that is cool that okay. you yep. take out at night and you can see it in the bar and oh, whatever wow. and all that's pretty oh, cool that's and all cool. but that so you cool. have this this group and you know go back to part of branding is also 
birds of a feather flocking together and mm-hmm. people being together and how they something feel about like something. identity, right? Yeah. <laughs> it I, is identity. I love this. This is right up my alley. I, yeah. I am feeling so at home in my comfort zone now, Barbara. Right. Yeah. This but, is awesome. But, 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 you know, I have to, but I, I totally agree with you that I don't know that the brands of the banks is very clear at this point. I will say that Capital One has always tried to work on it, and mm-hmm. you do see the commercials, and you see Jennifer Garner, and you see yep. the cafes and all of that. The cafes, I think, are great. I, I really yeah, do I, think I that do. does. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, you need a place to sit, look at your phone, have a coffee, and yep. there it is. And while you're there, you know, you might want to, you know, get a loan or do some other kinds of things and <laughs> <Totally>. stuff. <laughs> But wouldn't you say br- a brand is really purpose and promise? Absolutely. And, um, and so many, you know, the thing that I notice is big companies invest in it and do that. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But if you look at a lot of earlier stage companies, they're taking it much more seriously these right. days. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't just start a product, open a shop, whatever. You have to think about, well, who am I? What mm-hmm. am I? Absolutely. What are people going to think? These digitally native vertical yeah. brands are all about an emotional connection, about what this brand means. And That's a lot right. of them start small and then they'll grow. You know, yes. so To me, what's different about branding, I'm curious if you think this is the case, is in the old days, we would build awareness. Yeah. Um, and so like Super Bowl advertising or yeah. something like that, get my name out and then narrow into the loyalty. Now I think it's the opposite, yeah. which is where you take this niche and you build, like you were saying, this community, yeah. this identity, this loyalty. And then if you do a really good job of building that, yeah. you can start making it bigger, yes. which is kind of the opposite wow. yeah. way of doing it. You agree wow. with that? I, I do. I do. And you know, yeah. well, a lot of, my, sorry, a lot of deep existential like <laughs> reverse purchase funnel. It may not be yeah. obvious to our audience, but yeah, yeah. that's they interesting. They didn't see my hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I, do, I wish the I audience could them. see it. It's like you know, the, the funnel is inverting, yeah. you know, yeah. the world is changing. Yeah, the, yeah it <laughs> is. Well, no, it, it, it is. And, you know, I've really been introduced to communities because, mm-hmm. you know, we can't have a million and one communities. It's, 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 you have to think about which communities you're part of and what you want to be part of. And I think there's fights out there on social media and everything about which groups you're really going to you know, attach to and be part of. But I think that's how you really rebr- you, know, you build, build the strength yeah. of the brand with all of your fellow I, I love that, that idea just to build on that, Stephanie, because it's funny. As you were talking through that, I was like conceptually in my mind, you know, what is my relationship to the other members? Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly, though. This question, like, what is my relationship to the other members of Wells Fargo? I was like, right. I have no idea. That's a completely, you know, amorphous, yeah. non existing thing in my mind. Yeah. But, but building it out, you know, if you can kind of create yeah. this new paradigm, which is to say, Start we all own this, we're yeah. part of this. Yeah. Oh, and it happens to be kind of a, not right. a bank even. But something else, right? right? It's powerful. Right. Well, and also, you know, some of those industries. I don't know that you want to be called a bank. I mean, I think you want to be called some of the other names of what those early stage companies making it much, much more cool. Mm-hmm. You know, the other point I was going to make was if you think about customer lifetime value and you look at your most important customers. You know, you go back to you already have this group, but now who are they? I don't know that we looked as hard at that top, you know, 20%, the 80% of your revenue. And there you can really reap, you know, you're, you're deepening the brand and the connections because you never want them to leave. Right, exactly. And I think sometimes we forget about them. Don't want to do that because they're incredibly important. And they'll also bring you more business and they'll give you more business. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of the lifetime value stuff was done in consumer market, uh, mm-hmm. consumer branding. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. banking. Mm-hmm. That's where mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff started yep. because you had right. the customer data at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you want to build that long term relationship to that. Yeah. So, um, 
Uh, what are you? We have a few more minutes here. Yeah. What are you? What are you working on now? Is there some? Yeah, what, what's exciting? Sure. What, what, are the, what are the new passion points for you? Well, Stephanie? you know, yeah. I have to say, I, I, I love what I'm doing right now. So, um, I do a lot of work, advisory work. Um, I work with a private equity firm. Uh, I was just actually at an executive summit last week, speaking about marketing and how to how to drive uh, business results and value creation uh, across portfolio companies. There, all really interesting stuff. I also work with a lot of interesting fintech startups. Nice. Uh, so the this is tech- huge, man. It's blowing up. Oh, right? it, Unbelievable. It, it's, well, 400 applications come in for the next 10 class. But, you know, what I say is it's great when the market is doing well. Lots of money is flying around and lots of opportunities are out there. What's interesting, though, I work with Techstars, uh, the Barclays Accelerator. And I was the lead mentor on an insure tech venture, but worked with all the others as well, is there are just so many new opportunities and ideas. A lot of it is is spurred by technology. You know, what's the latest way? But back to behavioral economics, what way can we make this world a better place? What way can we meet people's needs in a better way? Um, so anyway, I love working with a lot of the startups, but also working with larger companies as well. And I always say driving innovation in large and small, it's the same kind of thing, because mm-hmm. it's what's the need is that you're meeting, what problem are you solving, mm-hmm. and then how mm-hmm. do you do that? Mm-hmm. And if we just bring it right back to Wharton alum, how, how oh, nice. important has your Burr, alum I'm had- <laughs> <laughs> That was awesome. It's like she's like doing the full, you know. I, know. I was like, wow! Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Holy I'm moly. curious, how have yeah. you relied on our network, you know, I mean, that kind of stuff. Has that been useful? Or Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, one thing I would just say to everyone is stay involved with the school. Um, in the early days for us, there wasn't the emails, the cell phones, the mm. connection mm-hmm. points, the websites and all of that. It was mm-hmm. a little harder to do that. Mm-hmm. Now it's a lot easier, but I've, I've been involved in other kinds of things I won't go into right now. But also just through my own network, um, my friends, many of them who I've had for so many years and all. But I will say, coming back to this reunion, I'm going to put a huge plug in. Awesome. We have gotten up to an absolute record-breaking 151 uh, alums, classmates coming back to our 30th reunion. Nice. And so far, the the largest number was class of 1986 was 147. Oh, wow. We hope to hold 151. (laughs) But even just, even if we don't, for us, it's the biggest turnout. And what I would say is I've gotten in touch with even more of my friends from many years ago. Interesting. That's fantastic. Well, Stephanie Shelley, thank you so much for coming on our special Reunion Radio Marketing Matters program. For more insight from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.